Welcome to the Wake Up Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Listen, these podcasts are best listened to in the morning because we are waking up not only our bodies from sleeping, but we're waking up our minds. We're waking up our focus. We're waking up our calling and we are following the breadcrumbs that God has left for us throughout the day over our life to tell us exactly what to do next. So stop saying that you don't know what to do. Stop feeling overwhelmed. Stop living in the valley and start walking into your calling. So I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the show. And it's episode 100. I can't believe it. 100 episodes. Wow. I was looking through all the titles and the descriptions of all the episodes up until this point. And I was like, these, these are good. There's some good stuff in here. And I actually ran into a listener when I was at a wedding on Friday, I was at a wedding and these two girls came up and they were like, Taryn, we listen to your podcast all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? And they get on live sometimes. And it was so cool to meet them and talk to them. And I had no idea that they listened. And it was just really cool. I was telling them that I will go back and re-listen to some of the podcasts. Oh, and she's getting on right now. How funny. I will go back and re-listen to some of my podcasts. And I'm like, dang, that's good. Wow. I said that I knew that like, I literally learn from myself and it's because it's, it's not me. I don't want anyone for a second thinking that I'm this gifted, mighty, powerful person, because I'm literally not, I am showing up and I'm being vulnerable and I'm being open and raw and real because I want every single person who listens to this podcast to think, if she can do this, I can do this. Like I, I am no different than anyone else. And I am following God. I am listening to God and I am trying my hardest. I'm not doing it perfectly. I screw up all the time. I try to live as holy of a life as I can. I don't do it perfectly. I am just like you. So I want you to get out of all of these episodes. One thing. You're not alone. Okay. You're also not crazy. You're not different. You're called. That's really the whole message is you're stuck in the valley and you're trapped. You feel trapped down there. And while you're down there, you're not going to have an abundant, happy life. And you're also not going to fulfill anything in your calling that God created you to fulfill. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to heaven. You you can be in the valley and still die and go to heaven, but you are not going to bring anyone with you. And if you feel called to rise up and make Jesus wildly known and be in your calling and live an abundant, happy, fulfilled life where you feel like your soul is just on fire for your passion and your purpose and you're giving back and you're making a difference then you're in the best place because whether you think you'll never be in the valley or you find yourself there every single day, the valley is consistent with everyone. You could be Priscilla Shire and have days where you're in the valley. It, it it's, doesn't discriminate. Everyone gets stuck there or steps and falls down there. There are things we can do to make sure we don't live down there very long. And if you follow the episodes and you follow the podcast, then your time in the valley will be pretty short and you'll learn something while you're there. So it won't be for nothing, but we talked last episode about hearing from God part one. And the first thing that you need to do in order to be able to hear from God is you need to get rid of all those individual hurdles. And if you didn't listen to this episode 99, you need to go back and listen to it If you're listening to this on the recording, pause the recording, go listen to 99, come back and listen to the rest of this one. If you're on live and you didn't listen to 99, it's okay. You don't have to get off, but go back and listen to it because it is everything that you need to know about why you're not following God. You know, we hear from God. We're like, this is God. 
why am I not following and doing the things he's telling me to do? And all those individual hurdles that are in our path are things like being offended, having authority problems, being influenced by the world, being busy or distracted, being preoccupied, fear, anxiety, stress, imposter syndrome, control, pride, you know, all of these things that hold us back. And we have to learn how to get past those. And almost all of those things that I just listed have their own podcast episode in season one between episodes one and 100. So at the end of this, I'm going to kind of conclude season one, and we're going to go through all of the tools that I have created. Mostly all of them are free for you to get out of the valley. And I'm going to list all of those tools so that you know that these are here. They're always available for you. And I want you to be able to come and find the tools when you're finding yourself struggling. So I talked a couple episodes ago about this idea God keeps giving me about the living well or the well or something on my Instagram where I want people to feel like I have a space always available for you where you can come and sit by the well and you can hear God's word and you can feel renewed and you can feel restored and you can just let it loose, be yourself, come and feel fulfilled and take what you need. That's truly what I want. And I want you to know that all these tools are here at the well and are available for you. So before we talk about that and wrap up number one, uh, wrap up season one, I want to talk about the second reason why you're not hearing from God, because there's really two big reasons. And if you have gotten over your individual hurdles, which I don't feel like we ever get over them. That we, we can make the hurdle smaller and we know how to get over them. We learn how to get over the hurdle of pride and get over the hurdle of offense and, you know, get over all of these hurdles of fear and stress and things. So it's never going to be perfect. Their path is never going to be clear where there's nothing. The more you grow, the more you learn, the more you put yourself out there, the more books you read, the more you pray and ask God to show you where it is that you need to change pray and ask him, show me what my hurdles are. Show me what's holding me back. And the more you do that, then your hurdles will seem smaller and God will really help you to overcome these and put people and books and tools in your path to help you overcome them. But the second reason is actually the biggest thing that I see happening in people's lives, why they can't follow what God tells them to do. And it's because you're not spending time with God. And I know it kind of sounds like, oh, well, duh. <laughs> you know, like, okay, of course. But I want you to just take a minute and look honestly into your life. Look honestly just into the last two days of your life at how much time you spent with just you and God. So I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about classes you're enrolled in. I'm not talking about this wake up call. I'm not talking about YouTube sermons. I am talking about you and God spending time together. So episode 40, we recorded, it's called time with God and it's T I M E. And it stands for 30 minutes intimately mornings every day. And obviously, you know, you don't have to put God in this box. And the only time he's going to hear you if it's 30 minutes and it's in the morning and it's, you know, obviously that's not true. It's I'm very against religion and just do these things. And this is how it works. We know that God can reach us at any time, anywhere, any place, but I have found and for myself and for other people that if you're spending your first 30 minutes every morning, like Jesus did with God before the sun comes up, talking to him. It's intimate. It's you and him. There's, there's not a third person. So yes. Can you hear from God through me? Of course you can, but it's me, you and God. I'm the third wheel in the, in the mix. So you want to hear just from God. So go back and listen to episode 30 or I'm sorry, 40. If you need to learn how to do this, because some people are like, I don't like, what do you do? Like, what do you, what do you even do? What do you, what do you say? What, 
I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. If that's you go back and listen, but I want to tell you about a story about this job I used to have. And as I was writing out the notes to this podcast, I kept thinking about this job I used to have. And for a really long time, I worked in human resources and recruiting for a door-to-door sales company. And our goal was to recruit these door-to-door sales guys that would show management uh, abilities and would be good leaders and good at sales. And we would kind of set them apart and then groom them to become an office manager and then eventually open up another location and they would run that location and we would kind of, you know, start all over again. And I was with this company in this industry for about eight years and there was a very high turnover. It was door-to-door sales and we live in Michigan. So hundred degree days. You're in a suit door-to-door sales. It doesn't matter. You're walking around. If it's below 20 degrees and it's a snowstorm, you're in a suit walking around outside. Like it didn't change. So as you can imagine, it's a tough job and it was a hundred percent commission. So there was a lot of turnover with this. So, but our main focus was to find the very few people that are going to listen to our advice and show the skills and really stand out and be set apart and stick with it. And we knew that this was our person that we were going to groom and turn into this new location. Well, we would have a lot of really promising people that would show up. And from the beginning, the interview, they'd be super sharp and well-spoken and had a lot of experience. And, um, you know, they would eventually fall off the wagon, if you will, and stop showing up. But what I saw was these people that were really hungry and they would say, no, I'm different. I promise I'm different. I'm not like the rest of the group. I am going to make it to a manager. I am going to be in an office. I'm going to run the office. You'll see, I'm not going to give up and I'm going to do this. They had all the right words. They talked the talk. We're like, okay, let's, let's see what you got. And then over time, what we would see what happened was they would start missing the morning huddle and the morning huddle was this meeting we would have every morning with the managers and the team. And it was this like hype meeting. We would hype everyone up, but we would also tell them what the goal is for the day, what the focus is for the day, what your intention is, what you should focus on. And we would tell them, if you had a hard morning with your family, you know, leave that behind, use it to fuel you move forward. We would, we would get them in the right mindset. We would get them thinking the right things, get them in the right emotion. And slowly we would see people stop showing up to this meeting and then people would start coming in late. We had these things called opportunity meetings on Fridays where we would pitch the opportunity. We would say, this is your opportunity. You're doing door-to-door sales, but don't think of the door-to-door sale that you're doing today. Think of the future, what you're doing this for. You're going to have an office. You're going to make money. You're going to have freedom. You're going to have You know, all of these things, we would tell them the opportunity that you have, like keep your eyes focused on the future and keep going and remember why you're here. But these guys over time would start coming in late to those meetings. Then they would start rescheduling or canceling their one-on-ones that they had scheduled with mentors. So if you're a new guy and you come into the office or a new girl and you come into the office and you really want to learn as much as you can, you would attach yourself to a mentor, to someone who has been there longer, has been more successful, and you could set up one-on-ones with them where they could answer your questions, pour into you, help you. And they would start rescheduling and canceling those meetings. And then they would wonder, why am I not getting promoted? Why am I still stuck out in the field? Why am I still doing door-to-door sales? And they wouldn't see what we see because we see that they've stopped showing up. They stopped coming to the morning meeting, the huddles. They stopped coming to the opportunity meetings. They started canceling their one-on-ones. And how good do you think these people were at their jobs after they started canceling and rescheduling and not showing up and not doing what they're supposed to? They, their numbers would start going down. Their sales would start going down. They would start to get in a worse mindset, a little more negative, a little more moody, a little more irritated, a little more stressed. And they didn't really see the vision of where they were going very clearly because 
they were missing the meetings where we talked about the vision and here's the plan and this is what we're going to do. And they wouldn't be a part of that. So they would feel disconnected. Like they didn't know what the next steps were. So they'd get stuck in this same step of door-to-door sales, knocking on doors, knocking on doors. And they didn't want to be knocking on doors. So here they are wanting a promotion. They weren't getting it, obviously. You know, would your boss give you a promotion or give you an opportunity to be in charge of more if you started not showing up to work on time, not doing what you're supposed to? No. Would they give you a raise? No, you would not get a raise. And I feel like we all feel this way and we're not in a traditional business setting as we're trying to walk on the path that Jesus has called us on. We're not in a corporate office or even have a boss when we're trying to figure out what we're called to do and move forward down this path and create the things that we've said we wanted to create and do the things that we said we wanted to do. But we're missing our one-on-one meeting in the morning with God who tells us, hey, huddle up. This is our plan. This is our step. This is where we're going. This is what you're focusing on. You're not reporting to that person saying, okay, God, here I am. Guide me. Spirit, lead me throughout my day. Bring people on my path. Give me favor. Help me to learn. Help me to see. You're not reporting for that. So you're not receiving it. And then you're upset because your business isn't moving forward like you wanted it to, or your life isn't moving forward like you wanted to. You're still in the same dead end job that you hate. You're still in a marriage that isn't thriving. You still don't understand your children. You're still overwhelmed. You still have a ton of mom guilt and shame. You're still, you're just stuck in the same patterns, but you're annoyed that it's not working. And what my first thing that I ask any person that I'm coaching who starts venting to me, how much time have you spent with God lately? And then they'll tell me usually like, well, I've listened to a sermon and I'm reading this book and blah, 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 blah. And I say, no, how much time have you spent with just God? Like eyes closed, sitting down, talking to God, not driving your car, not multitasking. No, you're sitting down and you're talking to God one-on-one intimately for at least 30 minutes. Well, not really at all. It's usually what I get. I can tell based on someone's reactions and how their mindset is, how much time that they've spent with God lately, because when you're reporting to the manager and you're hearing the information and you're seeing the vision clearly, you really don't have a lot of those frustrations. And the only reason why I know this is because this has happened to me so many times where I get busy and distracted. I don't stop coming to my morning huddle with God because I choose to. No, I never choose to. Every night that I go to bed, my intention is to talk with God for 30 minutes in the morning, but I wake up late or I don't want to wake up and I hit snooze or I don't feel good or my kids wake me up before my alarm does. And then I'm in mom mode right away, or I have stuff to do in the morning and I'm like, I'll just do it later. And then I blow it off and then I can't, you know, it's really important that we just become aware of how much time we're truly spending with God, especially if you feel frustrated because you're not moving forward down the path. Like I've been in the same phase. I've had the same followers. I've had the same content. I'm doing the same thing. Nothing is progressing. Nothing is changing. It's really those two things. Episode 99 of individual hurdles that are holding you back. And in this episode, talking about spending that intimate time with him, Dennis Waverly is a motivational speaker. And he says this quote, and I love it. He says, losers try to escape from their fears and treachery with activities that are tension relieving. Winners are motivated by their desires towards activities that are goal achieving. So if you find yourself trying to escape fear and treachery and worry and stress and all of these things with activities that are tension relieving. So what are activities that are attention relieving? Uh, Let's say Netflix, smoking, drinking, um, partying, eating, overspending, uh, scrolling on social media, playing a game on your phone, 
lots of things that you're doing where your brain just wants to shut down and it wants to just go on like numb mode. <laughs> like let's just numb my emotions and just scroll, 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 scroll. So you're not really feeling the tension. That's what losers do. Winners are motivated by their desires toward activities that are goal achieving. So in order to do what Dennis says, you really have to have a list of what are the things that I'm going to do? What are the activities that I am going to do that will help me achieve my goal? And if you haven't done this yet, if you're at a place where you really want to build something, you want to show up and participate and be a creator or write a book or a podcast or whatever it is that you want to do, where you want to reach more people and you have a purpose to help them in something, then you need to make a list with God and you need to say, God, what do I need to do to make this come true? And write down every single thing that you hear from God so you can stay focused on this activity list so you know that these are the activities that you need to be working on to achieve your goals. Now, there's a bunch of scriptures that I want to read because I think that the only thing that truly matters that we talk about is what does God say? Because I can talk to you all day long about what I think and what I say and what I feel and what I've heard and what I've learned, but nothing is more written in stone than things of the Bible, that these are things that God has been telling us from the beginning of time, from before Jesus was even here, he has been telling us what to do and how to live our lives. But because we're in the world and we're so submerged in the world and we're so distracted by the world and we're so busy as people, we don't really take time to do this. So here's a couple of scriptures for you. So Deuteronomy 28, one says, and if you faithfully obey the voice of God, I'm sorry, let me start over. <laughs> if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord, your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all of these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the voice of the Lord, your God. Now, we talked about last episode, uh, John 8, 47, that says, whoever is of God, hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. So if you truly are like, I cannot hear God. I don't have that feeling deep down in my soul where I, where I hear this voice. I hear it's not the audible voice. We talk about this in episode 99, but you're like, I don't, I really don't think I hear him. I don't, I don't hear the direction that he wants for my life. Then you need to have a heart to heart moment with him and let him know that you are ready to surrender your life and you are ready to trust him with everything you have. And you believe he died on the cross for you. And you want nothing but to live in his presence and under his authority. And you want him to start speaking to you and help me to hear your voice. That is what you need to do first. Because this Deuteronomy 28 that I just mentioned, and if you faithfully obey the voice of God be care and be careful to do all of the things he's commanded you, he will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All the blessings shall come upon you. But if you can't hear him, then you can't do this. So if you don't hear him, then, then I would question if you truly are of God. And for a long time, I thought I was of God and I actually wasn't. So this might be the biggest aha moment you have where you're like, oh my gosh, hold on. I don't think I am of God. I think I am trying to do things my own way. And then you'll start to hear him. Luke 14, 28 says, for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to mock him saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him 
who comes against him with 20,000. Okay. If this was rewritten in modern day, I feel like it would be like, for which of you desiring to start a podcast does not first sit down and figure out every single step to be able to do it. You know, for which of you desiring to write a book for which of you desiring to create a blog does not sit down and first figure out the steps. You know, this is what we just talked about. You have to have the steps. Like we need to figure out what the steps are and you need to do this with God because he is going to tell you the steps. He is the person you're meeting in your morning huddle. Okay, God, I'm reporting for work. What do you have for me? What do you want me to do today? First Corinthians 619 or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. And I put this in here because you have part of Jesus inside of you, the Holy Spirit. When Jesus left, when he died on the cross and came back, he gave everyone his spirit and said, I have to leave you. And you'll want me to leave you because I can't stay in you and stay here. I have to leave you for you to have a piece of me. And we have a piece of that. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us that speaks to our flesh, that speaks to us. You are not your own. Although you feel like your flesh is very powerful, John 6, 63 says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The flesh is no help at all. He doesn't say the flesh isn't very helpful sometimes. He says the flesh is no help at all. So although your flesh tries to get in the way, it's comforting to know that you are not your own and your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. Like, think about how holy that sounds. And if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you and you've received that and you're re reporting to God every morning and saying, here I am, I'm your servant, lead me, guide me, help me, speak to me, I'm listening and you're writing things down, you're able to hear the message and you're able to move forward because you're hearing that from God. But if you're leaving this part out, where you're not reporting to God and you're not talking to him and you're just waking up and you're getting into crazy mode. Like you get up and you're quick, like, okay, I'm, I need to, I mean, it is insane how fast you get up and start moving on your day. Like some of us are like, jump up and just rush out the door or we get everyone ready, get ourselves ready. We're out, we're at the gym. We come back, we shower, we're at work. We come back, we're doing this. We're grocery shopping. Like we all have busy lives. I don't care if it's, if you're single and you live by yourself or you have 10 kids, you are busy. You have 24 hours that you just jam pack with stuff to do, but you have to slow down. You have to make time for God, especially if you want to achieve something. I said, so you are never going to be able to achieve what God wants you to do if you do not slow down and meet your time with God's time. You just never will. I tried to do it forever on my own. And I'm telling you, you will not be able to do it. Uh, James 1.22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. You know, and, and I'm not saying this, like, uh, here I am holy and perfect. And I just do everything God wants me to do because God has been telling me, write a book, write a book, write a book. I have dreams about it. Write a book, write a book, write a book for my people. I pray and say, God, oh, what can I do next? He says, write the book. I'm like, no, what else can I do? Write the book. Every time I swear, everywhere I go, every day, every time, everything I think, write the book, write the book, write the book. I'm like, how can I help your people, Lord, today? Write the book. I'm like, not that. What else can I do? Write the book. And, and right now, I am being a hearer only. Now, I am slowly writing the book because I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm finally on chapter six out of 18. But I'm like, okay, I, okay, God, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because he wants us to be doers of the word 
And at the beginning of this season of this podcast, I say in the intro, stop saying you don't know what to do because you do know what to do. And this is really where this comes from is that we hear the word. We know what to do. But just like I said, I'm like, okay, God, what do I do next? He's like, "Mm, write the book. Like how many times have we been over this, Taryn? Write the book. Do you need me to write it down for you? Do you need to see it? Like write the book. And what's the most amazing thing and just makes me love God so much is he's not like, okay, write the book. Good luck. No, he's like, I, I want to write the book through you. I want to empower you. I promise it's not going to be that hard. Just sit down and give me your time and pray before, and I'll give you all the words. I will help you. I will, I will give you this gift because we've all heard that God doesn't equip the calls. He calls, or he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the calls. So it's not like you have to be equipped for God to call you. You have to answer the call and then he equips you. So like, I don't know how to write a book. I barely graduated high school and almost flunked out of English. Like I am not someone who can just, oh, here I go. I'm, I'm a great author, but he's saying, answer, show up, spend the time with me, pray, allow me to do it through you. And I will equip you because you're answering the call. Revelation 3.20 says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. And God is knocking at the door of your life, at the door of your heart. He has been, you know that because you're here. You wouldn't be on this podcast if you didn't think, if you didn't think so, you know, that he's knocking, you know, he's like, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Are you going to answer? Hello, put your phone down, turn off Netflix, stop busying yourself like Martha. You know, that's me. Like I will find something to do. Like if my house is clean and everything is done, I will just keep finding stuff to do. Like, let me reorganize this drawer. Let me, you know, go through my closet. Let me go through my filing cabinet. Let me restructure my book organization. Let me go through old journals. Like I, we, we can find busy work. And he doesn't want us to find busy work. He wants us to stop our work and come to him and meet with him. And what I love about this, this scripture in Revelation is he says, if anyone, anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat and be with you. I will. Those are promises. I will do it. If you knock, I will open the door. I I will be here. I will give you the information. Oh yeah, Caitlin, nobody by casting crowns. That is a good one. And that is about equipping the call. That is, that's a great song. You guys should go look at that on YouTube. If you haven't listened to it, nobody by casting crowns, listen to the lyrics of it, but this is like a for sure thing. This isn't, if you didn't sin today, if you're a good enough person, if you said this prayer 10 times, none of that matters. Anyone he says, and then Jeremiah says, Jeremiah 33, three says, call to me and I will answer you. And Listen to this. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. That is literally in the Bible. Did you guys know that? Call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Who here is trying to do something drastic with their life and doesn't know the plan? Me. Who doesn't know the steps to get there? Me. Who has no idea what they're doing? Me. He says, I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. All of that is through spending time with God. You know, that's just incredible. I have learned this past year that the number one most important thing that you can do that will set you on a fast track to where you want to go is doing less and spending more time with God. And it literally doesn't make sense. You're like, I have a list of a thousand things I need to do. How is not doing any of those things and talking to God going to help me? 
it's going to help you because he knows the things that you have written on the list that you actually don't even need to do because it's not even going to happen that way. You know, it's not up to you. You don't need to plot, plan, and scheme, which is so hard. It is literally the hardest thing for me because I had that ingrained in me since a young age. And I'm an overthinker and an analyzer. And I'm like, okay, I can do this, this, and this. And then I can achieve this or I can do that. Oh, I can do this and this. And I'm always plotting, planning, and scheming some way of how can I make this happen? How can I make this in my, in my favor? How can I complete this? And it's not about that. So season one has really been about getting you off of this crazy train. You're strapped to this train that we talked about in episode 99 that goes amazing, so good. I'm at the top of the mountain. This is so fun. This is amazing. I feel on fire. And then all of a sudden you're going down and you're feeling a little blah. I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. You're like, you know, avoiding everyone. You're coping. You're, you're negative. You're miserable. You're overthinking. What am I going to do? You're stressing out. You're in the bottom of the valley of this mountain. And then you're feeling just so bad. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm getting a little bit better. Okay. I'm doing good. This is amazing. This is so great. Okay. Blah. Mm, I don't know. I just don't feel that great. Okay. Now, oh, I feel so bad. And you're just like stuck on this train. That's like bottom of the valley to the top. We're at the peak, bottom of the valley going up. We're at the peak bottom of the valley going. And it's like, if I could just stay on top, I wouldn't have to waste so much time bringing my emotions up and back down and up and back down. One minute, you're like, I'm going to do this thing. This is amazing. I am a child of God. I am the daughter of the highest King. I know what he told me and I'm going to do it. And the next day you're like, who am I getting? I'm not doing any of this. I literally suck. I don't know how to do this. I don't like, and it's, it's literally one day. It can be one hour. One hour, you're on top of the world. Next hour, you're at the bottom of the pits. And I want you to get off the dang train. Like, that's all you have to do is just get off the train. You're like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going up. I'm not going down. And season one helps you to get off the train. There are a ton of things in season one that are really going to help you get off this train once and for all, because season two, we're moving and we're going to be focusing more on the person who's in the middle of the road where they're very aware when they start to slip back into the valley and they don't want to go back in and you're staying kind of even keeled and you're like, okay, I don't want to go back in. Season one is for the person who is like shackled down to the floor of the valley. Like I cannot get out. I don't know what's wrong with me. Season two is going to be like, okay, I'm not, I don't feel stuck there anymore. I want to be aware and make sure I don't slip back in, but I want to do the things towards the peak to help me build towards the dream that I have to help me run full force. There's a lot of tools that have been created this year and I want to explain them to you. So, you know, what is available and you know, where you can go when you start to slip back into the valley. So when you start to slip back in, you don't have to go back and re-listen to all of my podcast episodes one through 100 to be like, okay, I'm, I'm back in here. You can go back, of course, and read the topics or read the description and the title. And I'm, you know, I even do that. I re-listen to my old ones if you really need some extra help. But I created these tools to help you so you don't have to go back and listen to an hour, hour and a half long call to get what you need. And all of these tools can be found if you go to my Instagram at Taryn Sarconi and you click the link that is right below my bio. Um, It's to my link tree page. And all of these tools that I'm going to talk about are on this link tree. And I just redid some of these. So if you haven't visited in a while, make sure you go back and look. I tried to simplify it before I rolled out this call so that everyone could go and see what they needed to. But the very first thing is this podcast. This is a tool. It's a free tool. And there are hundreds of hours of information in this podcast that you can plug into and that you can listen. I highly recommend that you wake up with me 
as much as you can. And someone just told me this morning that they stopped getting on live because they couldn't get on live because it was crazy time in their house in the morning. And they didn't feel like they were giving their children the present mom that they deserve to have. And so she's like, I don't get on live anymore because of that. And I was like, good job, mama. <laughs> good job. It, you do not have to get on live and listen to the, the newest episode and at the time that we're live to be able to get something out of the podcast. In fact, you'll probably get more out of this for some of you if you listen to the one that you feel really drawn to and connected to, but I still recommend that you listen to it sometime in the morning. Like, and if you need to wait until your kids are up and they're out of the house or they're situated and then you listen, fine. But the point is to set your mind on things above and to focus your mind where you need to focus it, not just let it tell you where we're going to focus that day. And I want you to wake up with me still. And if you want to be part, uh, so number one is the podcast. Number two is the community that you can be a part of. So you can listen to our podcast live. There's the link in that, in that, on that page where you can get all the information to get on here live with us Mondays and Wednesdays when we record. And you also have a telegram chat that you can get plugged into for free where we share more information. But drum roll, I am going to release the, I guess right now, because when you're listening to this, it'll be on there, a Facebook community. And I have really wanted to have a Facebook group because in the Telegram chat, things just get lost. You know, you, you post something and then it's gone. I want to have a whole thread of like, you know, branding and a whole thread of books and a whole thread of questions. And I want a place where there's tons of resources and tons of people coming together that all have the same passion where we can get in there and we can learn from each other. And it's completely free. There's nothing hidden or crazy about it. Um, the third tool that we created is find your purpose, which is a course. It's the, uh, one of the only things on here that you have to pay for. Um, it's a course that's all automated. You do it at your own pace. It's $111. It's five videos of me. And this is for someone who has no idea or doesn't have it all figured out of what they actually want to do. Like, what do I want to do when I grow up? And you're like, I'm 45. Like, I got to get this together. Like, what do I want to do? Who am I? What skills do I have? What could I do? What am I even capable of doing? That course is for you. And I created that because as I was coaching people, that was like literally the biggest thing is people are like, I get what you're saying, Taryn, and I want to do what you're doing, but I don't know what can I, what can I do? You know, I have no idea. So that course is available. And then we have the Valley Guide, which is number four. And the Valley Guide is this right here. If you're on here live or you're watching this on YouTube, you can see you print it off and it literally tells you the five things that you need to do to walk yourself out of the valley. So if you're at a deep part in the valley and you're like, I am in the valley, I feel awful. You need to print this out and you need to keep it in front of you and you need to do what it says to do on this sheet. This is a great place. This is also, remember these tools when you're in communication with others as well. So if you're talking to someone, maybe it's your husband, your daughter, your best friend, your cousin, your mom, whoever, if they're in the valley and you can see it, send them this. Say, so you, you need to do this. This is a valley guide to get you out of the valley. This is one of our newest things we created. And this is literally like life-saving, life-saving. This is guaranteed to work to get you out of the valley if you follow these five steps. And they're very simple to do. It takes maybe 15 minutes a day. That's it. Literally 15 minutes a day. The fifth tool we have created is a printout and it's your identity and your inheritance. It tells you everything of who you are from, from the Bible with the address right on there of where we got it from. What does God say about you? 
Because when the devil is telling you lies about yourself and telling you you're not enough and you're not good enough and you're a piece of crap and you're just like what they said you are, you need to read out loud. "Mm -mm, That's not true. This is who I am. You need to have that printed out in front of you so you can read it out loud, tape it to your bathroom mirror so that you can read it out loud every single day. And you say, this is who I am. This is who I am. I am the daughter of the highest king. I am set apart. I am righteous. I am called. And you can read this. And reading it out loud is important because the devil can hear you. And he knows that you're serious because he can't read your mind. He can only hear what you say out loud. So if you're saying these things out loud, he knows that you mean business. The sixth tool is a daily prayer list. Now I have one for just daily prayers. And I also have one for moms specifically praying over their children. Again, prayer is the link to God. And this is just a list of some ideas of things that I pray for. When you first start praying, you're like, I don't even know what to ask for. So this just gives you some ideas. I strongly encourage you to make this your own, to take some of the things that I have that you're that really hit home with you and then change some of the other things because you don't want to just repeat, you know, what I'm saying. You want it to really resonate with you. But if you're someone who has no idea how to start praying and you want some ideas, I have that free tool for you. I also have linked some of my best sermons for you. Not my sermons that I've preached, but sermons that have preached to me. These are people like Pastor Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church and Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church and Priscilla Shire from Lifeway Ministries. And these are the best sermons that I have listened to to get me out of the valley and get me fired up and focused on my calling. And there are probably like 30 in there that I have linked because they're um, different sessions, like the one on um, Crazy Faith by Michael Todd has like 12 sermons in that series. Amazing. Like blow your mind. These are awesome sermons. These aren't just like random sermons that I was like, oh, that's good. I'll link that. No, these are the ones that literally set me on my path today and ignited this fire underneath me to be able to do this. I also have a tool for Bible recommendations for kids and adults. My favorite Bible for adults, that's easy to read, easy to understand. My favorite Bible for kids, that's easy to read, easy to understand. It's linked on there. I also have all of my favorite studies and devotionals that I've done. I have that linked in there. So if you want to do a study and you don't know where to start, you don't know what devotional, you can go on there and you can see the devotionals that I recommend and things that have helped me get out of the valley and into my calling and into my purpose. I also talk about my tool that I have, my new life recovery program, which was the 12-step recovery program that I completed last year. And you can either find one in your area through this link that I have shared, or you can do the one online. This was the best to overcome individual hurdles. So if you are just bound in stress, fear, pride, abandonment, control, perfectionism, addiction, anything, this recovery program is amazing for you to overcome these hurdles. So I also link my favorite website where I ask questions called gotquestions.org. And this is where I go to ask any question. Like the other day I looked my son and I were looking up the difference, who was the author of John and who was John the Baptist. My son didn't realize that they were different people. And I was like, let's see what got question says. And I pulled it up. If they ask me any question, like my daughter and her friend asked the other day about um, the devil being able to hear your thoughts. And they were like, can the devil hear what I'm thinking? And I'm like, let's pull it up. Let's look. Here's got questions. And I typed it in and we watched a little video and there's a little paragraph that you can read too. And it helped us to learn. So you're going to have questions. Like you can even just think of questions now. Like why do bad things happen to good people? Why do, you know, why isn't everybody healed? What is the gift of prophecy? What is, you know, whatever you want to ask. Asking questions is such a good thing. And especially if you have kids, 
and they ask questions and you might know the answer, but you don't know how to really put it into words. It's good to put it there and then let them watch the video. Um, I also share my accountability software and you can, you don't have to just use this for your kids. You can use it for yourself or your husband can use it, but this is an accountability software that helps you remain holy while you're online and wholesome. So, um, very important, you know, me having teenagers, very important for this. And I want to make sure that they're safe online and they have accountability and they're not just, you know, left in the fingers of the devil, trying to tempt them and entice them into this world that we live in. So it's all about the software that I have for them. And then the very last thing that I have that I haven't rolled out to all of you yet is I have decided to open up two coaching slots for the next six months. So my one-on-one coaching program is six months long and I do it for six months because I really don't feel like you can achieve what you need to in less than that. Now, of course you can extend it and you can do another six months if you want, but I feel like six months is a sweet spot. If you have a coach and you have someone who's helping pull the information out of your head and give you the information of what you need to do next and help you put a list together and show you where to go, six months, you can really accomplish almost all of your dream or almost all of your business plan or your business strategy. Six months is a good chunk. And what it consists of is we meet on Zoom for one hour two times a month. And those Zooms are recorded and sent to you so you can rewatch them. And this is who the one-on-one coaching program is for. Okay, so it's, it's for someone who is already out of the deepest pit of the valley. If you're still in the deep trench of the valley, you're not ready for my coaching program. And now, of course, you can occasionally slip back in. Like I said, we all do, even me. So I'm not saying you have to stay out and never, you know, have a bad day, but you need to pretty much be like, I'm good. I'm, I'm spending most of my time or I'm spending most days with God consistently. I already know my purpose. I already know what I want to build. Then that's who, that's who I'm looking for is someone who's like, I already know, but I don't know how to do it. I want to do it faster than I'm doing it, but I feel a little overwhelmed with all of my ideas. I need someone to help me put this together of how it makes sense. And then what I do is I make sure that your branding is good. uh, Make sure that you have a plan where you're consistently showing up. And then we do free offers and email lists. And if you want to start a podcast or write a book or a blog or build something on Etsy, we work on that. You have access to all of my people that I work with and um, you have access to me every day because I don't want someone where I'm just talking to them two times a month. The point of being someone's coach is that when you all of a sudden wake up one day and you just feel like you have the worst imposter syndrome and you feel this big and you're like, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know what's wrong. I want to be able to be there on the other end of your call when you text me and say, Hey, I don't know what's going on, but can you just like send me some encouragement? And I want to be able to, to, to build you up, to talk you out of it, to say, watch this, listen to this, pray this, say this. I want to pray for you. I know that the hardest thing about building whatever you're trying to build is trying to get your mindset in the right spot the whole time, because imposter syndrome creeps in, you go right back into the Valley right away. So The hardest thing about me building an influence online and writing a book and launching a podcast was literally my own mindset, my own thoughts, self-sabotaging me and getting me to think that I can't do it. And that is what I want to show up and be for someone. Now, if you don't know what you're doing yet and who you're talking to and what your purpose is, the course would be perfect for you. And after you've done the course, That's when you'll want to come to me and say, okay, I know what I'm doing. I need you to put this all together for me. I need you to help me make this whole thing happen. And I only have two spots open for this because I don't want to overcommit and I'm already coaching someone. So my schedule is open now. And if this is something that you're interested in, 
I want you to book a 45 minute clarity call with me. And the call itself is completely free for us to talk and to see if you're a good fit for me and I'm a good fit for you. And I want to hear your dreams and hear where you are and hear what you want. And you can go right on my link on my Instagram and you can book a call on there right away and get on there. I already have a few people that are booked. I know I'm going to have more than two people, but I already have like, I think five calls coming up, but I am going to really be praying over who I'm going to coach. And as I release the coaching or as I start coaching, I might be able to take on another person or maybe two, depending on how things go in my life, but I don't want to overcommit. But I wanted to make sure that we ended the season with this being an option for you, because now that we've been showing up for a couple of years now and talking and pouring into each other and talking about the Valley and getting out and our purpose, there's a lot of you that have figured out what your purpose is. Like, I know I want to write a book. I know I'm going to create this business. I know I want to start this, um, this nonprofit or this dream, or I have so many of you that I've seen you start creating the things that you want to do, but you just need a little bit more help. And it's like, how can I get a little bit more help? And that's why I wanted to make sure that I left you with something that's going to be able to help you along your way. Now, season two, like I said, is going to be focusing more on the person who is coming out of the Valley and is, and is seeing like, okay, what is it that I need to be doing to be successful and to continue to walk into my calling and into my purpose to know who I'm supposed to be? And I want to leave you with this last thing that there are um, two things that I want you to take away from this. I told you that I want you to get off the crazy train. Like it's time to get off. You're done. Off the train. How do you get off the train? Because I'm sure all of you want to get off. You're like, I've been trying to get off the train. I hate that I'm like this. I don't know why I'm strapped to this roller coaster. Like I need to get off. I don't know how to get off of the train. The very first thing that you need to do is admit that you are on the train. And I know that that sounds kind of silly. Like, okay, yeah, I know I'm on the train. I want you to re-listen to episode 34, which is called step one, admit. Really admitting that you have experienced the valley and you have experienced the lows of lows and, and you're not as good as you think you are. You do not have the control you think you have. And pride gets in the way a lot. And it really is going to humble you in this episode to get you to realize you need help. You need God. You need to let your plans go. You need to let go of control and you need to trust more. So number one is admitting and Really, I guess instead of the word admit, it could be awareness, being aware, like this is really where I am right now. This is where I am. I'm okay with this. I see where I'm actually sitting right now in my life. And number two is I want you to take a challenge. And I'm just calling it a seven-day challenge. Now, this needs to be a 365-day challenge, but... For a lot of you, I mean, I think for everyone, including myself, if I just said, here you go, you're going to do this for 365 days, I guarantee nobody would do it because, you know, we're humans. So I want you just to start with seven days and I want today to be day one. I don't care how busy your day is today. I don't care what time you're listening to this. You could be listening to this at 10 o'clock at night. You can still start today. And here's what the challenge looks like. You're going to spend 30 minutes with God every day for the next seven days. Here's how your 30 minutes is going to be broken down. You're going to spend 10 minutes praying, which is just talking to God about what you need. He says, come to me. He says, ask and you shall receive. Let him known. You have not because you ask not. Let your request be made known to me. He's constantly telling you, tell me your problems. Tell me your problems. Tell me your problems. Come on, let him out. So you're going to spend 10 minutes just talking to God. You're going to spend five minutes journaling. Now, I don't want you to get all caught up with like the specifics of this thing. Okay, it's 30 minutes with God, 10 minutes talking to him-ish, 10-ish minutes, five-ish minutes journaling. Now, what journaling means is you're just writing things down. So you're writing down, you can write down whatever you want. You can write down 
your prayers that you're talking to God about. I like to do that. Sometimes I like to like write him a note. Sometimes i like to pray and journal at the same time. Like God, here I am. It's been a week, but I know you say that I can come to you and you're going to answer me. I really need help right now with clarity of the direction I'm moving in. I really need you to help me set my pride aside and trust you and lead me and guide, you know, you can write out a whole thing. You can list, um, you can list all of your struggles and the things that you need God to help you with. You can list the things that are good in the, in the prayers that have been answered and the blessings that you've had in your life. You can write down things that you're grateful for. You can write down literally anything, but the point is to write for five minutes. And then you're going to spend 15 minutes reading your Bible or specific scriptures from the Bible. So you can just open up your Bible and read your Bible for 15 minutes. If you have a place where you're reading, I highly recommend starting in Ephesians. If you haven't been reading your Bible and you are overwhelmed with where to start, Ephesians is a great place to start. It talks a lot about your identity and who you are in Christ. Um, Also the book of James is really good to follow up with that. It's a lot about how we should be living and what we should be doing direction in that way. So you could do that, or you can just look up specific scriptures. So for me, I think of what am I struggling with right now? Is it anxiety? Is it trust? Is it following God? Is it being quiet? Is it being still? Whatever it is that I feel like I'm struggling with, doubt, worry, um, if I'm just like loving money and I want more of it. And I'm like, I know I shouldn't be like this or an idol or something. Just search for what, uh, just search like scriptures on anxiety, scriptures on doubting, scriptures on following God, scriptures on trust. And you guys know that my favorite website to look at for that is openbible.info because there's no ads on the website. You don't have to like navigate your way through. And it's just so clear and easy to see every single scripture right there. So for 15 minutes, you're reading scriptures or you're reading the Bible for five minutes, you're writing in a journal. And for 10 minutes, you're talking to God. And I want you to do this for seven days. So here's what you're going to do. You're not just going to be like, okay, cool, Taryn. Yep. Got it. I'm going to do this. No, you need to go get all of your supplies together today. You need to put all your stuff together in a spot. You're going to put your journal. You're going to put your note, um, your journal or your notebook. And you're going to put your Bible, your highlighters, your pens, anything you need to do this exercise. I want you to put it all together. I have my stuff in a little basket and I literally carry the basket all around my house with me. Like if I'm in here doing it, or if I'm in my room or I'm in my kitchen, get all your supplies together, set an alarm on your phone for the next seven days, whatever time you want it to go off at, whatever time you want to remind yourself, mark it on your calendar tell a friend, like, I'm going to be doing this and spending 30 minutes. You want to do this with me? Tell a friend, tell a spouse, tell a person so that you have accountability. This is an accountability buddy, someone who's, who knows that you're doing this. And before you go to bed, plan tomorrow's time. That's so important. It doesn't have to be the same time every single day. But before you go to bed, you need to know like, okay, I'm going to spend this time at 7am. I'm going to spend this time at 2pm. I'm going to do this. And I'm telling you seven days with God for 30 minutes intimately with just you and him is going to change everything, especially because you're writing it down. You can also just write down what God has told you. Sit silent, talk to him for a few minutes, sit silent and write down what you're hearing from him. And this really is going to make a big difference for you. So you have all the tools to get out of the valley. You have all of the podcast episodes that you can re-listen to. And season two is going to begin this week. And we're going to have guests come on, people who have achieved a lot with God, people who have overcome a lot, uh, inspirational stories. We're going to start interviewing some people because I've been connected with some awesome people that are just so wise and They will just inspire you to run towards what God has in 2023 and in season two, I want you guys to feel so on fire and inspired that you are literally sprinting towards what God has for you sprinting. 
You can't stop it. The devil can't slow you down. He can't get in your head. He can't trip you. He can't put you in the valley. You know who you are. You know what you're called to do. You're equipped. You're reporting to the manager in the morning and you're running and sprinting towards the calling that God has on your life so that you can make an impact. You can do damage to darkness. You can bring people into heaven with you and you can help other people change their life because that's what this is about. This is about serving others getting where you need to get so that you can help people get to where they need to get. That's what this whole thing is about. So if you need anything on season one, link in the link in my bio, go check out all my free tools. If you have questions about the coaching, um, please book on my calendar. I have stuff booked or I have stuff available this week and next week. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be coaching some people and taking them where God wants them to go this year. So thank you for being on here. Thanks for listening to season one. I love you all so much. And I'll see you back here in a couple of days. Bye. Thank you for listening and spending your morning with me. I pray that God blesses your day and that he helps you to see the calling that is on your life. Lord, help us to be obedient to what you've called us to do. Help us to walk in our day side by side with you and link with your power instead of trying to do it on our own. We know we cannot do this on our own, although we try. Please continue to help us and continue to lead us and guide us. We love you so much in Jesus's holy name. Amen. Have a blessed day. Thanks for being here. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Taryn Sarconi so that you can grow with me and you can learn how to get out of the valley, how to stay out of the valley, and exactly what to do to have the best life ever in 2022.